live, statewide, on the Ref Radio Sports Network. Lobs in zone for Stoops. He caught it! He caught it! Drake Stoops touchdown with Bob Stoops on the sideline. you got to be kidding me. What a moment. It's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Ball stolen, layup blocked by Shagwam. Get that out of here. Rock the Shagwam. Join in and text the show on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. Or sound off on the Law Offices of Rod Polston Tax Resolution line at 405-329-9000. Casey Thompson back to pass under pressure. We got him! Danny Stutzman! It's a sack! Crossover, Cortez. Pivots in the paint. He'll shoot from there and he got it! He got it! It's the Bichon Show in Norman! Now, live from the Brown O'Haver Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Inbounds to Ramey. Brooms, Longhorns. Brooms in your own place. 61-55, Texas Tech over Texas. Wow. Here they come, Cindric trying to squeeze Blaney into the fence, and at age 23, Austin Cindric has scored the Daytona 500 win. Yeah, we've got a dust-up right now. Jawan Howard and Greg Gard were going nose-to-nose, and now we got a problem. Pops up to short, Graham back, he's there, he's got it, and you can unhitch the wagon. Oklahoma takes two of three. Final score on Sunday night. It's Sooners six and Wolverines one. That's gone. Hello, history. Jocelyn Alo launches one over the batter's eye for number 95. Jocelyn Alo has tied Lauren Chamberlain for the most career home runs in the history of college softball. All right, good morning, everyone. It is a new day and a new week. Monday, February 21, T-Row in the morning show time. Wild weekend. You heard a part of it there. We had baseball. We had softball. And a historic moment in softball. NBA All-Star Weekend. We had uh, college basketball coaches uh, deciding to act like four-year-olds. We had a lot. We had a lot going on. Good morning, everybody. Toby Rowland with you alongside my very best friend in the entire world. T to the J. Perry on the other side of the glass. We thank you for tuning us in. We are brought to you every day on this show by Extreme Outdoor Equipment. Extreme Outdoor Equipment is a full-line dealer for bad boys, zero-turn mowers, tractors, and implements. And their slogan is, try it before you buy it. Both locations have a couple of acres of grass, and we encourage our customers to take the mowers for a spin before deciding which is the right mower for them. Bad Boy is made in America, red, white, and blue, and has been one of the top brands of mowers for more than a decade. T.J. Perry, good morning. How are you today? 
Doing all right. Doing all right. <laughs> oh, boy. Doing all right. Yeah, try doing that again? fine. No, doing fine. A little too much singing on Saturday night? He's probably yelling and singing and screaming and, yeah. Guess screaming? Yes, so. so. Yeah, what are you screaming like, about? You know, screaming. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I got you. Okay. Yeah. Woo, so, yeah, yeah, we love it. We love it. <laughs> one more, one more, Eric. Like something like that? Uh, something like that, yeah. Yeah. How was it? How was your first Eric Church concert in two years? Uh, first concert, period, in two years. It was great. Oh, my bad. It's been my way bad. too long, way too long till, since I'd seen live music. It was uh, wonderful to get to a venue and, and see live music again, so... Until the lady told me my first uh, round of beers, which I knew were going to be a little bit more with the inflation in the world we're living in and the Go venues trying to make up. But when she told me, we were both like, we fought with her for a minute. Like everybody in line, like all the registers, you hear people like, no, seriously, like, no, this is what it is. It doesn't say that on your menu board. It's right there for the, this price. Yeah, it's not that price anymore. How much uh, were they? 15 bucks a piece. <sighs> Thirty dollars. She told us thirty dollars. We're like, we said two. She's like, yeah. And then she went on and on with some story, and we're like, you know, dazed and confused for a second as we felt like we had just been punched. And like uh, everybody, the lines you start hear people talk, and like uh, it was a quite the conversation in the arena in that area when people were ordering their drinks because I think it was nine the last time we were at a show at the BOK, so we expected it to be a little more. We were thinking maybe eleven. And uh, we were even off from that. So, other than that, it was a great night. It was a great night. But, boy, if you're going to a show at the BOK anytime soon, people, uh, budget if you plan on drinking some beverages. Was it good to get together with the church choir again? Uh, It was great to get together with people. It was. It was nice. It was fun. It was good. Did he sing all the hits? Um, as many as he could sing, and uh, you know, a little under, you know, a little over two and a half, three hours. So, sing a lot. Closer at an Eric at an Eric Church concert. What's the What's the walk-off shot? It just depends. Springsteen a lot of the times, but a lot of the times he'll do kind of what he did the other night. He'll he'll sing Springsteen, and then everybody will go off, and then he'll come back out, and he'll do like a medley of stuff where he'll play just bits and pieces of stuff, and sometimes he'll play something that's localized for where he's at. and Acoustic you know, on a stool? Maybe. Uh, no, I don't think he sat down, but he'll, mm. he'll just be out there alone, yeah, acoustically or whatever. So yeah. uh, it was a little bit of a medley. The other night, so it's good. I was jealous. I was jealous. I knew you were at the concert. I saw the uh, plate of shared nachos that yes, you we and Katie did. had yes, we before did. the concert, mm-hmm. and um, it looked good. You had a big old tray. It was a tray of nachos. It was like a giant tray. Looked like a family of five could have shared those things. And, uh, Maybe the picture were... made it look bigger than it was. It, it was the right amount for oh. two people. Yeah, <laughs> I uh, I was jealous of the nachos. I was jealous that you were at a concert. I was just jealous. Of <laughs> you were jealous thing. of the nachos. Let's be honest. Mostly the nachos. Mostly yeah. the nachos. Mostly the nachos. <laughs> well, that's good. How about Bronx? How did, how did he do in his playoff game that you missed? So you could go. They to the uh, they fell in the playoffs. Uh, oh. I think by four. So, um, you think yeah. you were the difference? No, I think the difference was they were missing uh, three players, and one of those being their best player was not there Saturday where night. Where did so they go? I, I'm not sure where he was. I'm not sure if he was playing for a different what? team. But first game he's missed this year, and 
it, it showed. It threw everything off because they were used to playing a certain way with him. And uh, how is the three players missing the playoff game? Well, What's one the of excuse? Them, one of them I know was sick. The other two I am not sure what the reasoning was. So one I know was sick, and that's you better be in the hospital if you're missing a playoff game. <laughs> I don't want any of this sick stuff. So, playoff. Anyway, anyway, season's over. Yeah, they lost. So. He was not yeah. a happy camper Saturday night. And Are you seeing a common trend here? Um, when you don't show up for games, the team loses? No, Whether I'm not seeing college a college or little league I'm not or seeing a anything? common theme there, no. I mean, I've been to games where they lost the, the uh, you know. I believe it's called <laughs> turning a blind eye, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> well, I've been at Bronx's games this year when they've lost. I've been at OU games oh. this year when they've lost. So oh, okay. I don't think I'm okay. the common uh, factor there. I guess not. You're probably not. Oh boy! Well, you had a busy weekend, though. Yeah, I'm 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 exhausted. I'm. I realize how old I am after Saturday night. Katie and I were hurting Sunday. We were, and I'm still exhausted. Were you hurting because of the alcohol or because of the dancing? Alcohol. What what makes you hurt after a concert? Alcohol. We were not used to that late of a night. All of the above. Like we woke up Sunday, we went for breakfast, and we just sat there in silence. And she started laughing. Did you come home or did you stay in Tulsa? We stayed in Tulsa. We were at a place in Tulsa, so. Right. Um, I don't need any more. But you, you were, uh, <laughs> you got to be more tired than I am because you were all over the place. I have circumvented these United States of America since we last <laughs> talked, and I'm headed to uh, Lubbock today. Now, are you uh, home today? Did you drive home last night? Uh, yeah. Holy jeez. Yeah, that's right. Holy jeez. <laughs> I thought you were, but I wasn't positive on that. I didn't know if you grabbed a hotel or not. Yeah, I thought about calling to see if you get get me a room at the Lowe's after the game last night, but I got to be on a plane here in a few hours, so I needed to get home and uh, print some stuff and shower and at least see my family briefly. So uh, we went up to Ames for the weekend. That didn't go well. No, went well Came for Iowa back. State. Yep, went to uh, Arlington yesterday. That went great. Sooners got a win down there. We'll talk some OU baseball. Love your stadium, by the way. I hope you get to go down for the Big 12 tournament this year. Um, that place is cool. That the uh, Everything about it. I went over to the – I had to go to the Lowe's to pick up the equipment. Uh, Taylor Maples had left it with Eric Hollier, so when I got down there yesterday, I went over to the Lowe's to pick it up so I could set up. And so I was in the lobby of the hotel and over in the Texas live area and everything. And I'm, man, this is awesome. And the stadium's great. Um, and then uh, back home last night, I uh, listened to some music, sang my guts out, listened to the Oklahoma Breakdown podcast with Teddy and Gabe, and uh, rolled in about two thirty. And now, oh, um, gosh. and now we're gonna go. Uh, we're gonna go to Lubbock today. That's okay. It's uh, this is the fun. Uh, this is this is I enjoy this. I mean, this is what I. Uh, it's tiring. I'm exhausted right now, but this is uh, this is the fun part of my job. So, I'll get a nap. I'll be fine. Um, but getting on a uh, getting on a, a okay. plane. What today time to are you leaving me. today? Do I need to have someone meet you, or do I need to meet you at some point today? Yes. Okay. I need to meet you or Drake. I've got the baseball. Okay, equipment. that's what I was get that asking. To Taylor. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I, there is. It looks to me two wireless hubs in the baseball equipment. 
And I'm hoping I can have one of those so that I can do my show tomorrow morning from Lubbock. I don't know if that's one of the ones I'm supposed to take or not. So um, I'll check with Drake what he was thinking there, but maybe we can get you a different one if both those need to remain in there. So we'll okay. figure it out. We'll figure it out. Okay. Let's talk about it on the air. Let's use the people's time to uh, work out the deets. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm coming down for Spotlight today. And uh, uh, so either before or after that, I'll swing by the station. Okay. Or meet somebody somewhere or something like that. But, uh, it has been a crazy weekend. Uh, Chloe had a big volleyball tournament this weekend. They won. Teach, they, they were the champions of their Saw bracket. That. Congratulations. How about that? Yeah. Trevor and Peyton and my brother-in-law did some curling uh, this weekend. <laughs> I don't know why even just thinking of that makes me laugh, but it does. It's hilarious. <laughs> I got to send you some pictures and videos that I got. Uh, just so you got to slide. Like, that's the one thing I wondered is, okay, I know like the pros are out there doing the whole push off and slide thing, but is there a way for amateurs to skip that step? Can you just like walk to the line and slide it granny style or something? It's like, no, they teach them all, like, how to slide, and they're all falling over, and it, it's great. It's hilarious. So they went to, like, a learn how, it's, it was a learn how to curl, uh, like, one hour. And you pay whatever, I don't know, 20 bucks or whatever. And they teach you how to curl. And then at the end of the hour, you get to play against another group of four guys, or whatever, a one-end so usually a match is 10 ends. So you get to see, like, you get a little competition. So they practice the sliding and the throwing and, you know, all that kind of sweeping. You got Trevor and Peyton are out there sweeping in front of the rock. It's hilarious. And uh, they give them these little shoes to wear so you can walk on the ice and everything. I guess they slip over your shoes. A little, little, little booty or something. Slip over. Yeah. yeah, something that slips over your shoes. And uh, and then at the end they, uh, they they played this other group of guys that was there doing the same thing, and they got beat two nothing. Oh, uh, so oh uh, and one now their official curling record. But oh, the video is just hilarious. I asked them when they got back because we were talking about maybe joining a league or something. I was like, uh, "What do you think? Should we join a league?" And they were both like, "I don't know. It's like two hundred and sixty bucks a person." And they were like, yeah, we've done it. I think we've scratched that itch. And I was like, oh, okay. I guess we're not joining a league. 260 is pretty steep. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know. know. They need to leave it to Chloe and volleyball anyway. There can only be one elite athlete in the family. I mean, come on. Good point. Yeah. Good point. So, anyway, uh, that was my weekend. And now we're back, and we're going to have a great show today, Teach. What do you say? Huh? I'll think you about shake it. Off your, yeah, I'll think about it. Can you shake off your hangover and have a great show for the people uh, out there I today? I could use a nap. I would really like to go. Uh, I, I, I can't use one as much as you can, so we'll be fine. You know, that's a good idea. We could incorporate <laughs> that into our show. Just like mid-show, the 7 a.m. hour is nap yeah. time. Well, maybe not that long. Maybe a segment. Like uh, every day, what if like 7.30 to 7.50, you and I took a nap. <laughs> And you know Josh Helmer and somebody else, you know somebody else, Drake and Josh took it. It was. Oh. I what, love that. What other yeah, shows doing that? Let's volunteer Drake come in and run our nap time, or just go national for twenty minutes. You know, whatever. Nobody's doing that, right? Is any show taking a it nap? It would be in the groundbreaking, the yeah, to, to bail yeah. on your own show and take a nap. 
we get those little blue and red mats, you know, like the kids have. I don't think there's any, any advancement in that technology since we were children. The little nap mats, get those. Bounce it off the boss. It's a wonderful idea. See I'll take it at the meeting today, it. yeah. All right. We'll be back. The T-Row in the Morning Show is powered by Extreme Outdoor Equipment, your full-line dealer for bad boy zero-turn mowers, tractors, and implements. With two locations, I-35 at Goldsby, exit 104B, and I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle Exit 108. WTJ back with you, T-Row in the morning show. This hour brought to you by Norman Regional Health System. Norman Regional Hospital, HealthPlex, and a number of specialized professionals across the Norman and Moore area, Norman Regional Health System, here to serve all South Central Oklahoma's health care needs. And they bring you this hour of the T-Row in the morning show. Uh, baseball over the weekend, as Toby mentioned, opening the season down in Arlington. Take two of three. Shutout victory on Friday, 3 to nothing. Friday afternoon versus Auburn. Arizona puts it to them on Saturday evening. Sooners fall 14-4. to Then uh, Toby heads down, and they beat Michigan last night, 6-1. baby. 6-1. You are one to know. Uh, I figured it out. We get our we get our nap time sponsored, right? I'll give uh, that'll give us something <laughs> You've been thinking to about this, yeah. And then we just play the softball podcast for twenty minutes while we take a nap. What do you think about that? Make some money and promote the podcast, right? Genius. Why do I have to think of all these great ideas, TJ? I don't know, but I don't know that that was a great idea. If you're Pretty just good. continuing to take uh, backhanded shots, so I don't, I don't know what's going on here. That's a front-handed yeah. shot right there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. How about Jocelyn Allo yesterday? By the way, huh? How about that team? I mean, they're just—they're just so mean right now at this. Are point. they any good? <laughs> oh, I mean, let's be honest. Have they played anybody yet? They beat UCLA, UCLA, but the other nine wins are over nobodies. Right. So we really don't know if they're any good at all, right? <laughs> I guess if you want to look at it that way, sure. Just continue to run rule and shut people out let's, in five innings. Let's talk about it like it was a men's basketball team, okay? Do we really know anything yet about them? Are, is this a they tournament team, TJ? Let's yet. start there. Is things- this a tournament team? Oh, it's man. been a nice a start team. in February, but we know what happens to this softball team in March. We've seen it before. Yep. That's exactly they may right. slip and lose a game. <laughs> DJ, the question has to be asked. Are they peaking too early? Has Patty pushed well, them too hard too early? I can tell you this. The rest of the softball world <laughs> hopes so. Goodness gracious. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Just, yeah, they're just, just bullies on the diamond right now. <laughs> they're mean. They are. Like they can't get a full game in. What do they got? Like six or eight straight. This happened last year too. Nobody plays less softball in college softball than Oklahoma because none of their games go seven innings. They play four, five innings. We're done. <laughs> 
the end of the year, they've played 100 fewer innings than anybody else. No wonder they're so fresh. It's genius. It's true. It's true. Other teams should do it. Other teams should try to run rule teams all the time, like Oklahoma does. They have still, through 10 games, not given up an earned run. Zero. That's, that's just ridiculous. Their ERA is 0.00. They've allowed two unearned runs. That's it. 25 home runs. Uh, they beat Texas State yesterday 8-0. I listened to Plank on the drive down. He's great. Crowd's great. Um, Jossie hit the second pitch she saw out to tie the record. So a chance to win. I was kind of hoping she'd break it in Hawaii. I thought that'd be a cool story, but it ain't getting that far. It might happen Friday. They've got five games this weekend out in Palm Springs, starting with Cal State Fullerton on Friday afternoon, and uh, the record watches on. She needs one tater to pass Lauren Chamberlain for the all-time home run queen in college softball history. And... No offense, low. That's what they call Lauren Chamberlain, teach. No offense, low, but she's going to put you, like, way in the rear view. We are early in the season here. And she's already done it in less games than uh, Lauren did, I think. Five, six yeah. games less, so... And she, yeah, yeah, she's going to put... In hindsight, did we overrate there. Lauren Chamberlain, TJ? <laughs> Let's discuss. Uh, no, she's going to break it, and then we're going to have the countdown to 100, and then that's maybe 100 will happen in Hawaii. Yeah. I don't know. 100 is probably going to happen this weekend, too. She, she's 95 already. <laughs> no, they're unbelievable. Man. Does they're she get five at bats but, this weekend? Then, yeah, I think she's got a chance to break it. So, But they will see the best teams oh, well, other than UCLA. UCLA is good. But they will see the best collection of teams they've saw so far this year, uh, this weekend. Uh, they got Arizona, Tennessee, Utah's out there, Cal State Fullerton. I'm missing one other team that's Long good. Long Beach State. Exactly. Yeah, that's it. The Dirt, well, I don't, I don't Do they call the softball team the Dirt Bags, or is that just a baseball thing? I don't it know might that. just be a baseball yeah, thing. I would think that's just baseball. So, anyway, uh, incredible start. They are now 10 and 0 and still have not given up an earned run. So. Amazing team. Amazing team. Uh, so there we go. Now, we got to talk some baseball coming up. We got to talk some basketball coming up. Who do you want to hear from out of this break, TJ? You want to hear from Porter coming off a loss or Skip coming off a win? Um, We're going to play them both. Yeah. I've heard Porter. Uh, he was just sad, so I don't know. Maybe you get the sad out of the way. Okay. <laughs> By the well, way, I mean, by the way, Iowa State yeah. just made another shot. Ah, that gummit! They just did. Were they on incredible in. Saturday? In. They were on. Isaiah Brockington was firing them up backwards. Uh, they were incredible. Okay, we'll play Porter Moser when we come back. Of course, the news broke since we were last with you that Elijah Harkless out for the season. Just a crushing blow for a team that was already on the ropes. Uh, they played without him on Saturday, and it, it did not go well. Although they they were playing really good ball in the second half, they closed to within five and looked like they had a, you know, they had the momentum on their side. And then, whoosh! Uh, 
Hilton Coliseum took over. And uh, they just drowned uh, OU with a run there down the stretch. I think it was a 15-2 to run to close the game. Iowa State won at 75-54. to Oklahoma's in trouble. Oklahoma's postseason hopes are in trouble. So we'll hear from Porter Moser next. It's a Monday edition of the T-Row in the Morning Show. We are about one hour away from nap time today. Back after this. The Ref. Network studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado. We can help. Call 405-735-5510. Coach, you got, you got hit by a tidal wave today. I mean, uh, they, did, they would not miss shots for you today. What, what was your summary? Well, I, th- I think we really struggled guarding the ball. You know, um, I thought we came out both halves, and it's just frustrating. You come out, and they're, they're doing – they're, they're staying to the script. They're, they're, they're playing. What we do, I thought we opened up, and then then the wheels came off, and then we, we buried a 15-point lead. Um, resettled down at halftime, came back, cut it to five in the first 10 minutes. Again, then it came, you know, so we just got to stay with it. Uh, we struggled guarding the ball. Uh, what I really noticed is we switch a lot, and with one less guy, EJ is elite at switching yeah. and guarding the dribbler. With one less guy and adding in a younger guy, some you know we really struggled guarding the ball, and uh, they got a lot of mismatches on us. Um, they went downhill, and then then when we really you know you're, you're trying to guard the dribble and pack it in a little bit, then they started hitting the threes. Brockington makes tough shots. We cut it to five, and he hit a tough pull up. Um, and then we even you know then we had two turnovers, um, and then they come down and. Uh, the freshman just takes us off the dribble all the way to the all, takes another freshman off the dribble all the way to the rim. Now it's nine, you know, and just just like that. Mm-hmm. And um, so you know, I, I thought th- I thought there was a I thought we were the first ten minutes of the second half. I thought we were really good, staying with it. I thought we guarded, caused some turnovers, got some transition layups, executed some things, and cut to a very good team in a very good atmosphere. Cut a fifteen point lead to five. Actually, it went up to seventeen, I think, or whatever. And then they cut it. We cut it down to five. Um, Brockington makes shots. They make shots, yeah. um, and when you're when they're taking you off the dribble so much early, and then you're trying to plug the gaps, you're going to give up shots, and they made the shots. Jacob Groves was asked to step into the starting lineup today and played well. And, and he got you started with a couple of threes early. You know, and he had some production. I thought he I thought he had some fight to him. Uh, knocked down some shots. I, I thought he, you know, he had eleven points. You know, two rebounds. Um, did some nice things. Um, you know, I just continued to work on him switching and, and you know defensively on there. But man, he had some fight. Um, we got to get more production out of our bench. Um, you know, the bench had you know 29, um, 29, 30, 35, 43, 43 minutes um, between four guys, and you know we were you know made one basket, one rebound um, between our, our bench. You know, it's just very, you know, not very deep. Um, but we, we, the guys got to step up. They're going to continue to have opportunities. We're in this position. We got to, they got to step up. We had our, we, you know, really when we hit cut it to five, that, that was, I mean, we were really, and uh, we had a couple turnovers. Yeah. And we were in, a, in our rotations yeah. uh, off the bench and um, just uh, frustrating to, to let it slip away the way it did. I'm not offering up an excuse. I just, I'm curious now that you played the game and you mentioned a little bit there about defending how much you miss EJ. I would assume, you know, his veteran in an atmosphere like this on the road, too, is another thing that you just miss, kind of a settling force for him on the floor. You're going to have to go the rest of the way without him. So, But now that you've seen it, how much 
is that hurt? What, you? what I really noticed is the switching. Mm-hmm. You know, it's one less guy. You know, I, I think Jalen Jordan and e, uh, EJ are really, really good guys at switching on the ball. And then um, now you take you have two less guys, and then when one of those other guys come in the subs, you know, we always kind of were keeping two, three in there that were good at switching and then could guard that dribble up front. And, you know, when Jordan went out or, or Jalen went out, you know, we really struggled guarding the ball. And that's what I noticed the most is the depth of def- defensively. Uh, I would assume it was a somber locker room. I mean, this is a tough stretch they're in, and they're down one of their guys right now. So what do you tell the team? It was a balance. It was a balance because I, I, was, I was disappointed that, that, you know, that, you know, that we, the, the, the way they, you know, we, we, we didn't answer their bell. And they went on a run, mm-hmm. on a run, and you know, just you know, we, we took a we took a contested floater. We we yanked a three. We added two turns. Like that's not how you're going to stop the crowd. You know, settle down. We're trying to execute. You know, execute. Get them. You, you know, get fouled. Go. You know, run, run your run your action. Get get a play, and then stop the crowd. And we were just flinging it up there, and uh, and then the, 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 they hit some shots. But so it was a balance. Is is. So many good things we did, like at the beginning of both halves. Right. At the end of both halves, we were really bad. And I got to start with me on that. We got to really continue to coach them. Our depth, we've got to continue to try to get confidence and play because we. And then that was the balance: is that we've got a lot of opportunity games left. I mean, look where we, it, what the craziness is. We're still considered bu- a bubble. You know, with any of these wins, it, it just launches you. You you got opportunities in this league, but you can't start blowing them. You got to you got to start taking advantage of them. There's they're starting to become less and less. Yeah. And uh, we got a big one um, next week. Um, the, the, at Texas Tech, and uh, but that's the balance of what the, the locker room was. You know, is that we we've got to play 40 minutes. We need production. You got to come in and produce and, and fight um, off the bench and uh, in the in, in, and do that. But we also got to balance it with man, we were really good. We, we can play with anybody, but we just need to, we need to keep our heads up and keep fighting. Coach, thank you as always. We appreciate it. Um, Texas Tech tomorrow night on the road. Uh, they are now on the wrong side of Joe Lenardi's bubble for the first time in, I don't know, since the Arkansas game maybe. And, um, you know, I, I'm as positive as they come, Teach. It's hard to – it's really hard to be optimistic about their chances now. Um, not only because of the record, which is inter- – you know, red light danger area, mm-hmm. but getting it done without EJ, just I'm going to have to see it kind of to believe it. You know, I just like, how are you going to get it done without the heart and soul of this team? You just took the words right out of my mouth. That's what I was going to say was you, you had the heart and soul ripped from the team and a team that was already struggling. So mentally they've got to be just, you know, it's got to be a rough, rough stretch for them here. And I don't know, man, because that environment that they're going to go into Tuesday night is going to be rough. We know how they end the season on the road in Manhattan, how things have gone there. So it's going to be difficult at this point. Um, I mean, you could make up for the 10 points a game. That's what Elijah uh, a- averages, 10 points yes. a game. You you know, uh, Tanner gets a couple more. Jordan gets a couple more. Jalen gets a I mean, you could make up for 10 points. But the defense, the hustle, the experience of going into these tough environments right. and 
settling everybody down, mm-hmm. of postseason play, all of that is now, um, you know, missing. Or at least, you know, Jordan's done some of that, a lot of that. But, man, I mean, he is he's the heartbeat. And they won a game without him, really, at West Virginia. He only played three minutes one night, and they won. I'm not saying they can't win. But to get in, now they're going to have to do something special. Can they do something special without him? But I mean, it would be special. It would be sometimes teams come together when one one of the you know one of your limbs gets cut off. Sometimes teams come together and and do miraculous things. But that's what it's going to take for this team at this point is to do something miraculous because that's now ten out of twelve that they've lost, and they're on the wrong side of the bubble now. So. I mean, they're gonna they're gonna have to win three of four here, in my opinion, to be in the conversation. Now, I'm not even promising you that gets you in, but depending on what else happens out there, if they win three of these four, then maybe you know I think on Selection Sunday you're paying attention. But winning three of four is a huge ask right now. They're so thin, mm-hmm. razor thin, and. Um, so uh, it's just I, I got the call on Friday before we left about Harkless, and I was just sick, just sick. I mean, literally, my stomach hurts for him. He's such a great kid. Now he does have one more year, so that's great. And it's not a it's not a injury that takes like you know eighteen months to recover or anything. He's going to be back. He's going to be fine. Well, how about how about playing the rest of that Texas game? He got hurt in the first half of the Texas game. Yeah, I and mean, then that just goes back to what we were saying. That's who he is. That's the fight he has. That's the that's the determination. That, that's just him, man. And that, it didn't surprise me. It's it's awesome, but it didn't surprise me with him one bit. It would have left it up to him. He probably would have rolled out there Saturday and played if you would have let him. So, oh yeah, yeah. No, I saw him and Doc. Uh, he went with the team to Ames. And uh, which, first off, is cool. There's a lot of guys and gals who, upon getting that devastating news, would have stayed home. And I wouldn't have been mad at him for it. Nobody would have. But EJ said, no, 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 I'm going with my guys. So I saw him and Doc during shoot-around on uh, Friday night up in the stand sitting by each other. And I know exactly what the conversation was. He's like, Doc, it doesn't hurt that bad. I mean, can I <laughs> just slap a brace on it? Let's go. Yeah, can I? I mean, can we get surgery after the season? I could still move around out there enough. And I, you know, I mean, I don't know that that's what they were talking about, but I know that that's what they were talking about. So, um, anyway, uh, yeah, we're we are walking into a zoo tomorrow. I mean, those fans out there are. Did you see the Texas Texas Tech game at all this weekend? Uh, they just yes. took over yes. Austin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Texas Tech fans are like across the board drunk right now. They were, they took over Arlington for that baseball event. There were thousands of Tech fans there. They took over Austin for the basketball game. They were they they might have had more Tech fans there than Texas fans. And uh, I mean, Ron Adams. They might. This might be the first coach to ever get a statue halfway through his first season as head coach. (laughs) 
they would bronze him up right now if they could. They love him so much. So he looks a little like a statue already. So. I know. Uh, we're gonna walk out there where you've got you know a fifty percent chance of getting in a fist fight at any moment with anyone, and Oklahoma beat them by fifteen in Norman, and uh, and we'll see. Uh, I do think there's a possibility that. Texas Tech is a good matchup for OU because of the way they play defense. But it's going to take a Herculean effort to beat them tomorrow night. So we'll talk more about that game coming up. We need a break. 405-329-9000 if you want to jump in today. You can text on the Air Comfort Solutions text line 405-651-3439. We'll be back. Can you give me your best Toby Rowland impression? Uh, What's that? Norman Regional Health System, they bring you this hour of the T-Row in the morning show right here on The Ref. Air Comfort Solutions text line. Would like to have seen OU softball in Florida over the weekend playing five and six games in three days. You find out if your pitching is any good. They've been in that event before. I think that's an invitational. So uh, I'm assuming that they weren't this year. So hope maybe next year they will be, but some of those things you don't get to pick. They're invitationals. So yeah, that would have been great, but they're going to go to a really high uh, caliber event this weekend out in Cali. Uh, this texture says, hate to hear that for Harkless loved what he does and what he brings to the court each game. Um, Good morning from beautiful Clearwater, Florida. Have a great day, Boomer. Clearwater Sooner. Thank you, Clearwater. And then this one says, Toby, you sounded great last night. Did you use a new mic or something? (laughs) Did you catch any of the game last Uh, night? I did. I did. Yes. What would you think? I did use the new mic. Um... Could you tell? I was on my phone on the streaming, so uh, couldn't I, I couldn't really tell as much probably well, that's as probably on the radio. Good. You don't want to, and yeah, and, and two, my ears are I think used to it now, so I don't know mm. that it would have sounded any different to me. I wouldn't have thought back to last baseball season and thought he sounds different on it. baseball. Yeah, so I enjoyed it. I had a couple of uh, uh, a couple of unexpected occasions where I was like, oh, I can't do that. Um. Where, like, I had some of the liners taped to the window next to me, and I leaned a little closer to read it, and I forgot that I can't, I don't have, I'm not taking the mic with me when I lean. Oh, I got you. So there was a, like, oh, yeah, I got to take the mic with me now. But I liked being able to uh, give myself a little more space. I need to, I need to get better at it. I still, some of the exciting plays, I was eating the mic, and I got to train myself to give it a little space. But, we are really deep in the weeds of microphone technology right now, so uh, we're gonna we're gonna get out of that before everyone out there turns the channel. Man, it felt good to be back in the baseball booth, though. I'm not gonna lie. Um, uh, I was nervous. I always get nervous for baseball. I told somebody this the other day. Baseball is the one sport that I always or I never feel like I've done enough prep. Basketball and football, I know exactly what to do. I know exactly when I'm ready to go. All right, that's enough right there. That's that's how that's how much I can use in a basketball broadcast. That's how much I can use in a football broadcast. I'm ready to go. 
Baseball, I never feel like I've got enough because it's four, four and a half hours, most of the time by yourself, and there's about 12 minutes of action. So you're like, I got to have, you know, you got to have stats, you got to have stories, you got to have information, you got to talk to the coaches, you got to talk to the parents, you got to talk to the players, you got to talk to the people putting on the event. You know, it's just, I got there yesterday, TJ, I was one thirty, five hours early. I got there five hours early. Because I was like, man, I got to get So I was nervous, but, man, it felt good to be back in the baseball booth. I love, love, love calling baseball. And there's something about just kind of settling into that baseball rhythm that is my childhood. You know, that's the sport more than any other I've listened to is mm-hmm. Marty Brenneman calling Cincinnati Reds baseball games. So, And they won. So it was a good night. Well, you do it right, and it's the only sport. I'm pretty sure I, I I I rarely hear from people during a football game about you or a basketball game, but people reach out all the time about baseball, and it's always like surprise or shock or just compliments of how's he so good at baseball? Like how's he so good at calling baseball? And I say, well, it's kind of his wheelhouse. I mean, that's kind of he really enjoys it. And I heard from someone last night that uh, text. I didn't oh, get to answer him back because I didn't see it you know this morning. But, yeah, he te- he reached out and he said, he is very good at baseball. Uh, that's so. fine. It's nice of you. I thought you were going to say it's the only sport that I think you're any good at. So <laughs> I, I was pleasantly surprised. Nah, well, I, that too. I, I, that I got too. to go see Skip and, uh, and, the, and the coaches before the game and the players, and they were they were giving me a hard time. And uh, it was it's fun. It's fun. Now we're going to. Go back and forth this week. Taylor's got you Tuesday for the home opener against Wichita State. It's going to be cold this week, by the way, folks. So bundle up if you're going out to El Dale. 4 o'clock Tuesday, Wichita State. And then I'll have the Friday and Sunday games this weekend, and Taylor will have the Saturday games. We're going to kind of ping-pong the uh, play-by-play duties back and forth this week. Take a break. Top of the hour. It is 7 o'clock. On a Monday morning, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show on The Ref. We'll be back.